What's so what did Clavin say when you said you liked aliens? I want to How say, did you present that to him? I bet we watched an alien movie. Mm, no. We watched Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Hey. Um, and then I slowly was like, oh, yeah, some of those things seemed pretty interesting. And he's like, yeah, I guess so, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, a week go by, and I was like, have you put any more thought? <laughs> After year one with me, though, you know what it is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be a different kind of ride. Or just keep sending memes with the crazy hair guy. Yeah. Yes. That did get the point. <laughs> yeah. And then once Ancient Aliens was on Hulu, it was game over. There was no hiding it. Mm-hmm. Watch it all the time. Did you guys watch it this episode? I did. I should have been drinking during it. I should have been <laughs> drinking during it. <laughs> Why? Yes, you can. Actually, that's a good point. Um, today we're talking about aliens. This mm-hmm. is Sinister Sunrise. Oh, I'm Sarah. I'm Morgan. I'm Aaron. <laughs> this is aliens. None of us are human beings. Yes. <laughs> that is 100% the sound I kept thinking the whole time. Yeah. Like in my notes at one point, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to headset on my hat. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. No, but we are doing this topic because Sarah's very passionate about it. If yeah. it's not quite made aware. <laughs> I mean, what better way to celebrate episode 50 than with... An episode about aliens. Oh, Insert cheering. Insert cheering. Oh, episode what? 51. Oh. That would be just like us. What? Oh, well. It could have been episode 51. You know. Oh, my God. Wait, we are recording Sunday, though, right? We can't do that. We can't flip them. Because 50. Because it's going to be episode 50. No, the pound's not there. All right. It's a bigger deal. 50. 50. Thrifty. Thriving. <laughs> Insert lots of clapping. Yay! Please and thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, but in case you guys don't know much about aliens, we did research on one kind. Yes. And uh, wowzers. There's a lot. So instead of giving you aliens as a general general topic, mm-hmm. we did gray aliens. I don't know about you guys. Even that, I still had to kind of skim the crust. Of the pie that is an alien. Yes. Oh, yeah. Aliens. I'm sure I didn't touch on everything. Oh, there's no way it'd be, the whole podcast would be about aliens. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Like, the more I read, the more I'm like, I have no idea about any of this. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like some of the alien types were, like, interweaving with the great aliens. Mm-hmm. So, like, research was, well, it was different. It was different. I, I'm relying mm-hmm. on you guys to teach me, though, because I tried not... I tried not to look up too much about it, but oh, still yeah. do my topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn some yeah. stuff. Yeah. I feel like we're all going to grow. We're going to go on a crazy <laughs> ride, man. So crazy, man. <gasps> if you do any mind altering substances, this is the episode. <laughs> <laughs> man. Ugh. I currently have hot chocolate. So Ooh, I got water. Oh, we're nuts. I have wine. Aaron's getting crazy. I'm making up for not drinking it during that (laughs) alien encounter. Ancient aliens episode, whatever it's called. Fair enough, fair enough. Flow in my mind. Every time the narrator was like, ancient, what is it? Astronaut theorist. There you go. And I was like, what? You said it like 20 times. (laughs) Or is it like this? As some ancient astronaut theorists suggest. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then there the person pops up and they're like retired police officer who wrote a book. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they uh they hip hop around, they bird skirt nerdy around. They do. <laughs> they do. Uh, you know what? Respect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And with that, Aaron, we're just, are we going? <laughs> yeah, we're going. 
I can be your alien, baby. Oh, my oh, Lord. Oh, no. my Lord. <laughs> I was just thinking of the narrator's hair, and I put my arms out. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, here we, we feel it. And it just transpires, like, your arms and your head on his hair. Mm-hmm. Just, um, if anyone wants to make that, I will be so happy. Just make Sarah yes. the ancient aliens guy. That's that's it. Her, did, her face, his hair. Gold. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so gray aliens, also referred to as Zeta Reticulans, or grays, as I will call them, account for the majority of reported UFO and alien sightings around the world, making up 73% in the United States, 50% in Australia, 48% in Europe, and about 12% in the UK. These beings appear human-like, but are a lot uh, shorter than the average human, ranging anywhere between three feet to four feet tall. There are, like, variations in size and dimensions depending on the account you look at, but they are typically described as having gray, hairless skin, long arms with around three to five prolonged fingers, an elongated head, a skinny, spindly body, a small mouth, and two large black almond-shaped eyes. Most accounts say they have little slits in the place of, like, where uh, where ears and a nose would be, while other accounts claim that those body parts are not noticeable. There are also apparently differing accounts on whether the greys have genitalia. So according to... which I know I always wonder. I was like, why not put it in? I am mature, Erin. Keep talking about genitals. Tell me more. Well, just brief, because Wikipedia... Well, it threw me... Yeah, it's just brief. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be boxer, be brief. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, Wikipedia said there are apparently... And I didn't look up these accounts, so they could be wrong. Um... There are accounts that claim they do, while many of the people interviewed on Ancient Aliens said otherwise. So take that as you will. Does it really matter? Hmm. It does, actually. I think it does, yeah. A little bit. Well, because there are some theories of, like, why why they're on our planet, and it could be Mm -hmm. some kind of weird mating stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not, sorry, not weird. If you're, it it just could be different. So maybe, I don't know, I'll get into it later, but there's some theories on why. Yes. That could be a point. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That that's gross. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm with it. It's actually not, it's not gonna be. It's more uh, scientific than you think. It's not like okay. Uh, yeah. Mm, not right. not kinky, but scientific. Scientinky. Oh. oh. <laughs> I am so sorry, I just... <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> so the first possible reference to greys in pop culture may have originated from science fiction author H.G. Wells. In an 1893 article featured in The World, Wells described how the human race might look like in the year million. Titled Man of the Year Million, Wells wrote, quote, In some of the most highly developed crustaceans, the whole alimentary canal has solidified into a useless cord because the animal is nourished by the food in which it swims. The man of the year million will not be bothered with servants handing him things on plates, which he will chew and swallow and digest. He will bathe in amber liquid, which will be pure food, no waste matter assimilated through the pores of the skin. The mouth will shrink to a rosebud thing. The teeth will disappear. The nose will disappear. It is not nearly as big now as it was in savage days. The ears will go away. They are already folded up from what they were, and only a little tip fast vanishing remains to show that ages ago, they were long pointed things which bent forward and backward to catch the sound of approaching enemies. End quote. Wait, mm-hmm. what was the last thing? Catch approaching enemies. What? To hear Ears. Them. To hear oh, them. Oh, okay. 
No, like gotcha. fluff. Was <laughs> yeah, deep, I, right? I mean, there's like a slight description in what I'm going to talk about, but like not like that. I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. And so I wanted to mention that because, I mean, Wells would go on to write more about, like, gray-skinned beings in his books. Um, but besides, like, the pop culture side, it's actually theorized that grays have visited Earth eons ago. According to Giorgio Tsoukalos, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. Um, publisher for Legendary Times Magazine and ufologist, statues and cave drawings from around the world could be the first depictions of the greys. Mm. Statues in um, ancient Sumeria and cave drawings in Europe and Australia dating back thousands of years depict figures with triangular-shaped heads and big almond-shaped eyes. In Australia, um, these figures are actually the depictions of ancient spirits called Wangina, who appeared during the Dreaming, a time when the land wasn't inhabited by humans. Stories yeah, stories of the Wangina say that they descended from the sky and came to Earth to create the landscape and begin civilization. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Every time I hear Gina, all I want to say is, it's Gina. <laughs> it's Wangina. <laughs> oh, my God. But that is nuts. Mm-hmm. And then the native Hopi Indians in the American Southwest also drew figures, which some claim look very similar to Gray's. These drawings were of the Kachina, a spirit that can represent anything in the natural world and can have human-like relationships, as well as marrying and having children. Giorgio said these spirits descended from the sky in fiery shields and would interact with humans before returning to their shields to return to the sky. That was from an episode of Ancient Aliens, so take that as you will. <laughs> uh-huh. It has also been theorized that the greys um, were around when the pyramids were built too, which this one's really interesting. So in... Uh, Teotihuacan, Mexico, uh, the three main pyramids there, the Pyramid of the Moon, the Pyramid of the Sun, and the Temple of the Feathered Serpent were built. Wait, which which one is not like the other? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like a basilisk with wings, like as if it couldn't get any scarier? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Feathered Serpent. on this plane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it is the plane. Okay, sorry. I am now a hundred years old. So these um, pyramids were built in exact alignment with the Orion constellation, while the smaller structures in the area represented the solar system. So apparently every pyramid was constructed in the exact position of a planet, which has led people to believe that the greys had a hand in building them. I mean, yeah, because, wow. Also, you said they, the things came to Earth in a fiery shield. That's okay. That's what Giorgio said. I cannot. <laughs> that's what yeah. said. No, no, I said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you don't, okay. In one yes, of the episodes, not sure. they. I have been watching the show since like high school. <laughs> explains a lot. <laughs> it does explain so much. Um, they talk about the fiery shield. It kind of looks like the bottom of what a saucer would look like. Like think yes, whenever yes, a yes. rocket goes mm-hmm. up, it's like a bunch of flame. So mm-hmm. when a thing is landing, it's not used to our environment. It may be a little fiery or red. So it looks like a. A fiery shield, but it's the bottom okay. of the space. Okay, so that fa- makes sense. Like a meteor, because they're coming down so fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eh, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. Hot or cold. Okay, also, we decided we're going to put in a hot-cold scheme of how much you believe in aliens. Like, are you red hot on it? Based cold. on that fact yes. alone? Only that fact. Well, no, I, any of the facts. Okay, okay. I meant, like, based on, like, what they saw, the like, what the saucer-looking shape thing was. Like, based on that, do you believe in aliens? Eh, because then like one fact might just mm-hmm. push over. Oh, you need a little. I'm 
Mm-hmm. I don't know about the shields. The pyramids are very interesting, I, okay. especially since I don't know who even built this whole like town. It's so, so yeah. perfectly aligned. Yeah, it's so That's perfectly be... aligned. And doesn't it from I don't know, like history class in high school, like the pyramids, they, like they weren't built in the day. Like I mean, so they say. <laughs> right, uh, like that they said if that was like just man made, it would take a very long time. Mm-hmm. But if they did it very fast, it wouldn't be as perfect. How did they do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As some ancient astronaut theorists suggest. Stop. Oh my God. <laughs> Taking a drink. <laughs> it's hard, Aaron. We all should have had wine, actually. Yeah, we yeah. need drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Get get some, pause and get some wine. Get we'll wait. Get a white claw. What am I saying? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is an episode with no laws. Get a white claw. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yes. Yet oh. again, still waiting for a sponsorship, white claw. <clears throat> we'll be great. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> What's even more interesting are the people who swear they have come into contact with these aliens. One of the most interesting cases I'll briefly mention took place in Roswell, New Mexico. Hey! Mm-hmm. On July 3rd, 1947, a flying saucer crashed in the desert near the Roswell Army Airfield. Rancher Mac Brazel didn't see the crash, but heard the commotion and decided to check it out in the morning. When he arrived at the scene, officers were already there. A foil-like object was found, but when it was inspected, it was actually more like what was described as like memory material. So something that after it's handled, it just like resumes its shape. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) That's different. Yes. Five bodies were also discovered at the scene, but they didn't appear quite human. They were childlike in size, but were disproportionate. And the mortician that was called was allegedly asked to make up small caskets to fit them in. Okay. And read that part. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Nothing to see. Individuals also claimed the beings had oversized heads, slanted eyes, but no other, like, distinguishable facial features. These bodies were transported from the scene and apparently shipped off to be researched. Originally, when the military made an announcement regarding the situation, they stated that the debris came from an unknown spacecraft. However, 24 hours later, they changed their story and came out with a different report, claiming that the spacecraft was actually just a weather balloon and there was no cause for alarm. Insert me flipping <laughs> How would you not know the difference? Come on. So, oops, sorry. Under it, that's what it is. It's a weather balloon. But 24 hours later? Really? Oops. It's never a weather balloon. <laughs> it's never just a man. It's never a weather balloon. <laughs> Two things we know for sure. Yes. This incident has led to the conspiracy that the childlike bodies being uh, carried away were actually those of Greys and that the military covered the whole thing up. That's a pretty um, well-known dun, dun. one. <laughs> Did not sure. I don't know. They need some more information later on. Mm, nope, they covered it. <laughs> <laughs> In 1987, novelist Whitley Stryber published his book *Communion*, a nonfiction account of what he claims are close encounters he experienced with Greys and other extraterrestrial beings. The book was later adapted into a film starring Christopher Walken. Okay. Kim. Kim Carlsberg, a commercial photographer, claimed to have been abducted from her Pacific Palisades home in the middle of the night by Greys in 1988. She was interviewed on an episode of Ancient Aliens, where she recalled spotting an odd light while looking out the window. She said the light came from the horizon, it was like right off of the water on the beach, but it wasn't the light of a boat or anything she had seen before. When the light flew off into the sky, she just went to bed. When she woke up, she wasn't in her room. Wherever she was, she was naked and paralyzed. 
Kim recalled seeing three and a half feet tall, naked, off-white beings with huge heads, wraparound eyes, and tiny bodies. She said they had taken her as basically a surrogate for an alien-human hybrid, like, fetus Good to night. implant her with. Good night. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the aliens that I'm just... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's gross! <laughs> and also, another part where I was like, dang it, I should have been drinking this whole entire episode. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> She was allegedly implanted and released, but then later brought back to the spaceship where the alien offspring was removed. (laughs) Okay, these are the only stories that actually do throw me for a bit because Mm -hmm. that's very easy to prove. You know, saying like, either there's something in your womb or there isn't. Ah, correct. Like, all between that time, what were you doing? Unless maybe you don't know if it's only a couple months and you have, or like you maybe have like foggy memory from it happening. Like you don't, yeah. Maybe you're kind of like, oh, you know. that must have been a dream. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. You just don't feel good for a couple months. Who knows? Maybe they give you no symptoms. Who fucking knows? Or do you? Do you know? I have something to tell you. Ah! <laughs> um, I, I hate to go back to like the beginning of this description that you just gave, but. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know why off-white just sounds way weirder than just gray. Like, when you were like, yeah, she was off-white very... beings, I was like. No, she was very nasty? specific when she said that, too. Yeah. Also, my hang-up is, how do we not know? Like, okay, everyone thinks they're naked. What if that's just like a jumpsuit they're all in with a helmet and they don't actually have these weird beady eyes? Maybe that's just why we like, don't know about their genitals because they wear these spacesuits. Jokes aside, maybe. Because uh, think of a Spider-Man's little helmet thing. That's what it would look like. Maybe they just have just bigger, bigger heads. Yeah. Spider-Man kind of has weird ass eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? Whoa. I actually just saw that, but right? What if they mm-hmm. all think that they're like little superheroes, but they're not because they're just wearing all gray, plain gray? Someone did say they don't have really good... Um, like, they can't see colors. They don't have a good grasp on colors. Their fashion sense is just not good. Mm. They would never make it. <laughs> oh, my God. Throwback to the Fairly Odd Parents when Timmy was like, I wish everything was the same and everyone was gray. <gasps> yes. <gasps> what are they not telling us? Mm-hmm. Like some of them were kind of off-white. Ooh! Maybe there's a whole nother. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Or, never mind. I'm going to go on this whole big thing. I've been, like, immersing myself in alien stuff for a week because mm-hmm. I feel like I've been mm-hmm. talking about it so much. And haven't had anyone to talk to, so I'm yep. like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I want to make sure I knew enough that you guys aren't like, but you knew more, Sarah. Um, so I'm just, like, pushing it in here. Okay, so if they're far away, wouldn't our, like, TV and radio stuff be, like, slower to get there? What? Like, what do you mean far in, away? Like, like, a, like in space. Uh-huh. If they were getting, like, our radio signals or our TV signals, it would take longer. Uh-huh. Oh. Hear me out. Silver as a gopher, but listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the TV stuff they would have seen, if they got some kind of signal, whatever, it would have all been in black and white. Our skin would have been gray or off-white. Well, what maybe if they're behind the times. What if that's mm-hmm. what they think? Well, maybe they, they can't get color. They don't know. Maybe they don't know what it is. Maybe. Theories. Ancient aliens reach out to us with some ideas. <laughs> they don't have like an Edna mode to make them a cool outfit. So. Capes are out. No mm-hmm. capes. <laughs> no capes. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's that's their yeah. super suit. We're writing a book. Trademark. Okay. <laughs> Honey, where is my super suit? <laughs> Why are you in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, my off-white suit. <laughs> Tangent. Keep it or cut it, Wes. I do not care. (laughs) I felt like it made sense in the moment. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. We went down a rabbit hole, took a left, went deeper in the rabbit hole. Aaron, pull us out. 
We'll yes. Shout. Maybe. I'll try. I need try. to see the sound Maybe. again. <laughs> Lord. In 1995, filmmaker Ray um, Santilli claimed to have obtained 22 reels of 16 millimeter film that depicted the autopsy of a real gray that had been recovered from the site of the Roswell case. However, in like 2006, Santel announced that the original film had actually like degraded and Hill's film was just a reconstruction created after this discovery, but he did maintain that the footage contained a percentage of that original footage and that the gray autopsy actually happened. I'm sorry. Mm. If I thought that I had alien footage, mm-hmm. real life, I would, that's going in an airtight bag. It dis- How did you let it disintegrate? It's 2006. You can make copies, okay? Actually, yeah, you can make copies. Like, unless you're scared to make Well, it was from, like, it was from, like, 1947. Like, it was from, yeah, it was taken from the Roswell case. No, it just degraded. I don't think it could be fully used, is what he says. He wasn't negligent with the film. No, it was just old. old. It was just old. Ah, jump the gun. Sir, I'm very sorry. Also, I feel like the men in black would have just been on his ass, so. Yeah. That would have disintegrated a lot faster if they were on it. Let me tell you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not even ready for the Men in Black episodes we do in the future, so. Pumped about that for the future, but yes. Look uh, who's into aliens now. <laughs> she has sourced ancient aliens at least twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going to the dark side. <laughs> Most definitely. Don't you mean the gray side? Take a drink for that one. That's fair. Yes. Yes, please. During the 2000s, William J. Burns published um, numerous accounts of encounters with greys in um, UFO magazine as well. And obviously they've been depicted in numerous movies in pop culture. So if greys are real and these accounts are true, then where do they come from? Some theorists, including Jason Martell, author of Knowledge Apocalypse, claims that Mars may have been the Grey's former home, especially since in 2008, NASA discovered that there were frozen amounts of water underneath the planet's soil. These life forms could have been living on Mars until the planet can no longer sustain life, and then they had to flee to survive. However, near the end of 2011, NASA's Kepler Space Telescope discovered two planets orbiting a distant sun-like star that shared similar properties to Earth. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, okay. yeah, hmm. but also like space is massive. So who's to say that extraterrestrial beings don't exist? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm. we're the extraterrestrials. Yeah. We're someone's extraterrestrials. That's true. We're someone's extraterrestrials. So if you're feeling lonely this holiday season, just know you're someone's extraterrestrial. You know what? You know what I like to think? That we are who's down in Whoville and we live on a little dandelion and Horton the elephant is just carrying us around. That's what I... I'm so ju- I can't. That's what. I- well, either really that or a snowflake, and yeah, they melt. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Dandelions have a longer life. I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're on a world. Just it. Yeah, we do. We last long. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll accept. Okay. <laughs> also, don't even get me started on how greys may have inseminated with reptiles to create a reptilian race, which that's a whole other episode. And I, I will need a lot well. more. Oh, okay. Never mind. Maybe I should refill my wine for that. <laughs> I will do that. It gets nuts. Oh, jeez. Um, and interestingly, in more recent news, a law in the new U.S. emergency COVID relief bill is requiring intelligence services to submit an unclassified report on UFOs to the Senate Intelligence Committee within 180 days. Wait, what? Wait, what? 
Yeah, it's in like the COVID relief bill. They have to submit all of their documents on UFOs. So you're telling me we only got $600, not two grand because <laughs> but, they didn't want to give us UFO intelligence. Mm-hmm. What a weird thing to slip in a bill. Yeah. Something's going on. I didn't know that. That's weird. Yeah. I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm getting warmer. I'm mean, actually been red hot the whole granted, time, but I'm still hot. Granted, I'm sure it's not really like aliens. It's more like, is anyone spying on us? But yeah. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. But also fucking aliens. <laughs> <laughs> fucking aliens. <laughs> so maybe we'll finally get the answers we've been searching for. Yes. But mm. while I impatiently wait for that, Morgan, I want to hear more about, you know, these little gray aliens and who else might have encountered them. Thank you, Erin. That was the perfect segu segue. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. Uh, the I didn't want to go too far deep and just also the first encounter I found was extremely long. Um, I did uh, go into and just did like a little bit of research on the same thing Erin did uh, earlier with the Roswell, New Mexico. Um, honestly, if you like type in alien, that's probably one of the first things that's going to come up. Um, and just to recap, that all has said to have happened in 1947. So, fun fact for you, according to uh, AGIA.com, Agia, I don't know, <laughs> uh, gray alien encounters account for 43% of extraterrestrial sightings. Oh, cool. Oh, Good to know. I, I didn't have the total. I had just... <laughs> I heard a percentage earlier and I was like, oh, remember that, remember that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but See, so, we back each other up. Yeah, it's, you got it's me. fine. We got it. We got it. So not only are greys the most notable, but they seem to be the first uh, real publicized encounter. And I'm going to take you on that road trip, starting with Betty and Barney Hill's abduction yes, of yes, 1961. Yes. Take me there. Whew. Take you down to the... No, it's not Paradise City, let me tell you. What music was in the 60s? Uh, like Cher and Sunny, or is that 70s? That's more 70s. Mm, I don't know, but... Wes, if you have any music from the 60s, you can they put it in here. They say young and we don't know. That song? That's Sunny and Cher. I got you, babe. I got you, Grays. <laughs> oh! Just kidding. I don't, I don't want you. I don't want it. <laughs> got you, Grays. <laughs> But you have, like, you got to say it right to the tune. Mm -hmm. So, um, basically, first and foremost, their story also inspired uh, a best-selling book, The Interpreted Journey, and another book, The UFO Incend. I'm so sorry. My handwriting is shit. I think that's what I wrote. Incend? The UFO Incend. Uh, in a 1975 movie for TV. But before all of that publicity, their encounter began. But... I skipped a part, so hold on one second. Have you guys seen the second season of American Horror Story? Yes. yes. Do you remember the interracial couple, Kit and... Uh, yes. I could have oh, told I, you. I, oh, but yes. This yeah, is inspired I, by Betty and Barney. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, so, cool. if it sounds familiar, you either have heard about it because it's very well known, or maybe you've seen American Horror Story. Okay. Mm. So, the scene... It's 1961, September 19th, in rural New Hampshire. Betty, a white woman married to her black husband, nice, <laughs> cozy at home with their dog, Delzy. Uh, both oh, were cute. involved. Betty, Barney, and Delzy. Delzy. What a cute Dude, little family. I was 
get me out of here. I really, and it, of course, and a dog, and I was like, oh, tell me more about the mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, so. What kind of dog was he? Um, forget the gray. <laughs> he was like a little yep. terrier. He was in the picture. You can, I'll, I'll put it in the note. I'll, we'll put How it in the post this week. They're so oh. cute. They're, oh, it's, they're perfect. Um, they were both involved with the NAACP, Barney working for the Postal Service, and Betty, a social worker. So, yes, all around great people. Yeah, there was they sound people. wonderful. Yes. Uh, the two were coming back from vacation, and while driving, Betty saw a bright light, trying to shove it off as a falling star. However, with it getting brighter, Betty urged Barney to pull over so they could get a better look. Um, the two and their dog got out of the car. Betty used binoculars, spotting a, quote, craft flashing multicolored lights travel across the face of the moon. Uh, Barney, too, saw the object and tried to explain it as an airplane, but as soon as he said that, it was, de- that's definitely not what it was. Ooh. He's like, that's not, that's not an airplane. He was like, oh, it's a, no. Well, in the 60s, there wouldn't have been, like, as many planes in the sky either. Yeah. So it would have been a little more rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I feel like he probably didn't do, like, a whole bunch of, like, night flights and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they got back in their car, driving towards, uh, quote... Frenosia Notch. It is a quote narrow mountainous road. Um, so it's just in that area, and it's just like they say, like the roads like are very like you don't speed, like you have to go pretty mm-hmm. slow because otherwise you'll right the mountain. So, um, Betty determined the craft was quote uh, forty feet long and seemed to be rotating. Oh, so like that's a lot of people lengthwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barney continued to drive, but was stopped when the craft seemed to be obstructing their path, being about 50 to 80 feet from the car. Uh, Barney got out. Yeah, he got out of the car. That's a little (laughs) brave. He states using the binoculars that they had on them again, he was able to see 8 to 11 humanoid figures peering from the craft's windows. Oh, no. Yes. He states they were wearing, quote, glossy black uniforms and black caps. So they do have some fashion. Okay, okay. He states, somehow he was communicated a message, quote, stay where you are and keep looking, end quote. Oh. Yeah. Uh, He didn't really listen too long. He got (laughs) back in the car in a, quote, hysterical state, telling Betty they're going to capture us. Oh, in his defense, what are you supposed to do? Like, you know what? That sounds good. I'm tired of it. I want to keep looking at your glossy capes. Let's go. No, I'd be like, but it, but again, like he, they kind of re, like emphasized. He just felt that. Mm. Like he, Ooh. I mean, all they said was stay where you are. Mm. Well, the graves are known to be telepathic. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Barney got the taste. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ba ba ba. Oh, yes. He got back in the car in a hysterical state, saying they're going to capture us. Driving so fast, the craft was directly above them. Oh. So, like, they he got in the car and they took off and the craft was already, like, after them. Man. Um, suddenly, they heard beeping and buzzing sounds. The car started to vibrate, sending a tingling sensation through their bodies. They say they, tra- they were traveling... Uh, th- they traveled 35 miles south, um, feeling their minds were dulled and only brought back to uh, normal after hearing the beeps again. So they, like, mm. 
Heard the beeps. Yeah. So we're speeding like south and drove 35 miles and don't remember doing <gasps> it. That's terrifying. Oh, no. Yeah. And 35 miles, like, you drove for a while mm -hmm. on narrow-ass mountain roads, and they both don't remember until they heard the beeping again. Yeah, I'm telling you. Getting warmer, anybody? <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um, they finally, again, like, once the beepings uh, happen again, they kind of return back to normal, like, the fuzzy feeling's kind of going away. Mm -hmm. Um, they arrive home at dawn, both feeling erratic. Their watchers, their watches after this never worked. They yeah. felt dirty and had to take, like, a couple, like, really long showers to, like, feel better. They just felt, like, I guess, like, gross is the best way to describe it. <laughs> um, three years later. Yes. What's so, that? you said they drove. Did they really drove or did they just felt like they drove to they, that? They looked and they saw that they had driven. Oh, so it was miles. on, like, the speedometer? Yeah, or, like, on a uh, map. They were like, wait, yeah. we're here you know oh, okay it's the 60s they use these things called maps and uh yeah map quest no older than that honey what i know what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, he'll do, i think they describe it a little bit better too okay coming up but um their watches didn't work again that's kind of weird um so eventually this led to um they did an interview with an astronomer uh, and ended with the astronomer stating that the hills were telling the truth. So hmm. they kind of were quiet about their experience for like the first like day or two. And then they talked to this person first and he thought that they were telling the truth based on, I guess, what astronomers know. Hmm. Uh, Ten days after the event, uh, for five days straight, Betty had wild dreams. And it is so well written. <laughs> In the kind of lengthy that I'm just going to read it for you from, I believe, Wikipedia. But I will have all my sources uh, cited in the show notes. I will so. say, if Betty had those dreams today, she could write them in to Sinister Sunrise Podcast mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Just saying. Betty, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess maybe this is going to be the, like, hot or cold of the whole thing here for you. Because I'm going to read these dreams, okay? Plot twist. I <laughs> interpret them later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll send them in. Okay. So, again, this is, I'm verbatim when I'm speaking about these dreams, all from Wikipedia. So, in one dream, she and Barney encountered a roadblock and men who surrounded their car. She lost consciousness, but struggled to regain it. Um, then she realized she was being forced by two small men to walk into a forest at nighttime, and of seeing Barney walking behind her, Though when she called to him, he seemed to be in a trance or sleepwalking. Mm. The men stood about five feet to five feet four inches tall, wore matching blue uniforms with caps similar to those worn by military cadets. So again, they, Barney did say he saw them mm -hmm. wearing hats. So okay. um, They appeared nearly human with black hair, dark eyes, prominent noses, and bluish lips. Oh, they had hair. So this is her dream. And oh, all, in the dream, yes. Yes, okay. yes. So this is all her, like, one, a couple of nights of her dreams. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. Their skin was a grayish color, and in the dreams, Betty, Barney, and the men walked up a ramp into a disc-shaped craft metallic, uh, in metallic appearance. Once inside, Barney and Betty were separated. She protested and was told by a man that she called the leader 
that if she and Barney were examined together, it would take much longer to conduct the exams. So he's like, nah, bro. (laughs) She and Barney were then taken into separate rooms because the leader said so. (laughs) (laughs) Betty then dreamt that a new man similar to the others entered to conduct her exam with the leader. Betty called this new man the examiner. Ooh, that's creeper than the leader. Uh-huh. Also, her do her exam and the examiner, they're very similar, but one is just... Nah. <sighs> Through, uh, uh, though the leader and the examiner spoke English, the examiner's command of the language seemed imperfect and she had a difficulty understanding him. The examiner told Betty that he would conduct a few tests to note the difference between humans and the craft's occupants. Uh, He seated her on a chair and a bright light was shown on her. The man cut off a lock of Betty's hair. He examined her eyes, ears, mouth, teeth, throat, and hands. He saved trimmings from her fingernails. (gasps) (gasps) That wasn't for the testing. (laughs) That's for something later. That's for something later. So, and moving past that, after examining her legs and feet, the man used a dull knife similar to an open to a letter opener to scrape some of her skin into what resembled cellophane. So, like, I know that sounds bad, but really, he's like using a like a very dull thing to like scrape some skin cells into a bag. Like, oh, so he's dermaplaning her. Like, he's like, li- yes, little, she got a little spa day. Yeah. yeah, he's just prepping her for a lamp. Literally, mm-hmm. he trimmed the hair, trimmed the nails, got that dead skin on. Mm-hmm. People pay a lot of money he's for that. He's exfoliating her, so find you a man who can do it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe has a better name than the examiner, but that's, that's up yeah. to you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know your kinks, but mm, no, no. Anyway, so he scraped the skin, keeps it in a little baggy. Weird weird flex but okay he then tested her nervous system and he i'm trigger warning trigger warning it's not gross but maybe for some people so skip ahead a little bit he then tested her nervous system and he thrust a needle into her navel which caused betty agonizing pain whereupon the leader waved his hand in front of her eyes and the pain vanished if you skipped ahead you are welcome to welcome back welcome back Uh, The examiner left the room and Betty engaged in conversation with the leader. She picked up a book with rows of strange symbols that the leader said she could take home with her. She also asked where he came from and he pulled down an instructional map dotted with stars. In Betty's dream account, the men began escorting the hills from the ship uh, when a disagreement broke out. The leader then informed Betty that she couldn't keep the book, stating that they had decided that the old the other men did not want uh, her to even remember the encounter. Betty insisted that no matter what they did to her memory, she would one day recall the events. She and Barney were taken to their car, where the leader suggested that they wait to watch the craft's departure. So they did, and then they resumed their drive. Hmm. Get it, Betty. So... And that was her dream. That was all her dream. That's all her dream. Okay. That she's like describing to, this is like, like 10 days after the event, she has like five nights of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very similar dream. So. Boom. Now we back. Um, They spoke with many public figures, uh, spoke at their church, psychiatrists, etc. 
which led to hypnosis sessions with Benjamin Simon. Uh, both Hills had the sessions um, with uh, Simon, and he uh, concluded that basically Simon thought that the quote, the case was a singular psychological aberration, end quote. While Simon thought that the Hills, um, again, we're lying, the Hills obviously thought that their experience was valid. Uh, they did, though, both agree that the hypnosis was needed to kind of relieve the anxiety about this experience. So, both, like, Betty was more pumped for the whole hypnosis thing in general. Yeah, Betty! Yeah, Betty, we love you! Um, but they both agreed, and the person who did the hypnosis agreed that, like, kind of just, like, relieved all the anxiety from it. And so, like, they were kind of able to move on instead yeah. of being oh, like, good. hyped up about it. So, awesome. Really cool. Uh... The hypnosis of Betty did produce a star map, quote, which she claimed uh, located the home planet of her abductors in the Zeta Reticuli star system, end quote. Um, and that's where Betty would call them. They have Zeta Reticulans, as that's yep. what she called them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, were they abducted? Guys, I could have made that 700 more pages. There are like yeah. it was a lot. There they this it all like they're everything happened really fast. Mm-hmm. There's also a little bit of a counterpart where they said like right around this time the movie about aliens came out. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But maybe that's why her memory is kind of crossfaded. Like maybe that like maybe she did see them and she also saw the movie. So maybe she was like putting the movie characters in what really happened or like your brain does crazy things oh i'm gonna get to it <laughs> sarah no because i think i in my personal opinion i think you're spot on thank you mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you maybe the aliens just wanted you to see that i'm just saying yeah again you may be spot on okay i don't know when the aliens obviously but <laughs> yay i think it makes sense sure you don't sure you don't okay. takes off my mask <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> But Sarah, I am passing it off to you at this point. So, uh, what you got for us? Some, some theories. Oh yeah, some we got theories. Some theories. Some theories of conspiracy. Some conspiracy <laughs> theories. Woo! Let's go. Okay, so you guys did a great job explaining like what we quote unquote know. Sarah, it's mm-hmm. what we know. <laughs> know yes. about aliens. Um, but for my part today, it's more of the like. <laughs> There's not a more perfect person to do this part. I'm just ready to I'm just excited. sit here with my mouth ajar and let you go. Yes. <laughs> Be prepared, everyone. Maybe don't. I don't know. Maybe go it's to not... the ba- pause. Go to the bathroom. Cup. Get yourself a cup of water. Maybe a little snack. What if this ends up being lame and everyone's like, "That was it." Sarah, mm-hmm. I learn so much from you every week, mm-hmm. and I know our listeners do too. So don't, <laughs> don't. Oh my god! I almost just said, "Don't not, don't not even go there. Don't not even go there, girl." <laughs> Okay. All right. So I have put the crazy hat on forwards. Oh God. Um, mm-hmm. Before we dive into all this crazy, do you guys think extraterrestrials are real? Go oh. ahead, Aaron. I'm on the fence. No, I gotta have an answer before I start because I'm not. Yes, have an answer. It's part of the curriculum. Is it yes or no? We don't have a middleman. We can discuss. I was gonna say I'm on the fence. Space is big. There might be life out there. I don't know if they're trying to abduct us, though. There no, I didn't say. I said, are they real? Are they real? I'll say, yeah, sure. Go for it. Yes. Yeah, but, 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 don't you butt me. Can I butt? Yeah. 
I don't know if they've been here. Okay. I feel like they definitely, like, I want to believe that they have. But, like, man, if they are, like, bitch, I want to know. That's not, like, why are you keeping it a secret? NASA, come on, man. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Government. Yeah, government. Let's storm <laughs> Area 51 again. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I'll make a Facebook event. It'll be big. Really, really big. For our 51st episode, we're going to just go there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. Government, if you're listening, I swear on my life. Take, take us off the list. <laughs> we're not going to do it. <laughs> I don't do not. well in the heat. And no. we don't have enough sunscreen right now. I don't mm-hmm. even know how to make a Facebook event anymore. I'm old. It's hard. It took me like 20 minutes to do the one for Halloween. No, I have a hard time editing them. Sorry, that's where my brain's going. I was like, I think I can make them. It's the editing bit that makes mm-hmm. it hard. It's like adding the other host. Well, and Facebook changes things every month. At, you know, bro, every week. I'm like, where's the where's the <laughs> calendar button? Where's, yeah, why well, can't I see my friends' birthdays anymore? <laughs> or how the posts like it doesn't go in order. It goes for whatever order yep. they pick. Mm-hmm. Whatever they feel like your eyes need to see. Ugh, yep. you don't know me. But these aliens might. Okay, so there is this famous quote that everyone uses. I'm going to copy it because it kind of puts it in perspective. Like, what's more frightening, that we're alone in the universe or that we aren't? It really does, though. Yeah. Like, you don't want there to be aliens until you're like, but I don't want it to just be it. Like, unless you do. And then there could be a giant elephant holding us right now. You never know. How cute would that be? Isn't there a Hindu god that has like an elephant face? Or did I make that up? No. Uh, Gan- I don't want to improperly speak, but I think it's Ganesh. Me. Okay. There's something. There's some I'm god. A, okay. I'm going to Google it. Thank you. So, according to our dear old lady Wikipedia, Woo! there are 200 billion, two, 200 trillion, small, small, <laughs> small difference <laughs> of other galaxies in our universe. Whoa. Apparently, mm-hmm. until the 2000s, they thought it was 200 billion, and now someone sneezed out the number 200 trillion. I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot more than I know how to count to. So I'm not a gambling lady, but I think it's a safe bet. We are probably not alone. Ganesha. Hey, look at you go. That's the name of the. Th- mm-hmm. That's what I was oh, thinking cool. of. What if that's what? And if I'm saying that wrong, I'm so sorry. Could be. I'm not. I am not. Any Keep that in mind. I think that comes up actually. Keep. Okay. Keep. Yes. Ganesha. Ganesh. Gan. Ganesha. We didn't practice this bit. Sorry, guys. If I'm saying that wrong, so I really respect. Sorry. You're trying. Yeah. I, I'm also talking about aliens, so I don't know if I'm the most sane person. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, yes, I don't think we're alone. I know you're shocked. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know whether or not these aliens are little gray men with, with little gray men or reptilian lords. I... <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't really make any sense that we're the only possible planet that can sustain life. Mm-hmm. But then, boop, take it a step further, like another little hurdle. So now we think they're real. Are they more intelligent than us? <gasps> because to say there are other life forms out there does not actually imply one of them is intelligent enough to find Earth and then work within our atmosphere and dimension to pilot their crafts and abduct people. Right. But if we think back to the Dunning-Kruger effect... I have an inkling we are not the most intelligent beings. Oh, snap. <laughs> we, us three are. Thank you. <laughs> but think of the ones that went to the Capitol building today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> there are some that are. Anyway. So do we think we're the most intelligent? All right, listen. I believe there could be humanoid 
Mm -hmm. aliens out there. I also believe that there could be and maybe only be an alien that's like a little micro, like technically if there's life on another planet, yeah. life could be like a bacterium. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. an alien. I agree. So if they all exist, I think we're towards the top. But it'd be like on a scale, not to be like too deep, but like maybe they're like really smart with like how to probe people <laughs> and how to like maybe have good weapons, but maybe they don't know how to like grow crops successfully. So like- Oh, like you can't judge a fish if it climbs a tree or th- whatever. Yes. Yeah. And like, why don't- PSA to all aliens, if you're mm-hmm. listening, you might be listening live right now. Who knows? Come be part of our planet. We- at least come talk to us, please. Unless you're mean. Mm, correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> then um, just maybe go to the left. There's a planet I think you might really like over there. <laughs> go to the left. <laughs> Woo! Okay. So there are some ancient astronaut theories that extraterrestrials have been meddling in our planet since the beginning of mankind. Mm-hmm. There obviously isn't definitive proof. They're gray aliens. Um, but in this book, <laughs> I am currently reading called Gray Aliens and the Harvesting of Souls. Oh my god, my face just like literally <laughs> dropped. Oh no. It's a bestseller on Amazon if you're looking for books on the gray aliens. Oh, there you go. <laughs> for the record, I'm reading it on an e-reader because I don't have the backbone to read it in a physical copy because I don't know what would happen if someone were to ever read like my shelf at my house. <laughs> I'm not well, but continue. <laughs> Two Bibles, and then this would be right in between it. Like, <laughs> give you a guess what I'm thinking. <laughs> one guess, just one. <laughs> um, okay, so in this book and in an episode of Ancient Aliens, they touched on it. They point out that Darwin's theory doesn't exactly add up. And by Darwin's theory, I mean his theory of evolution. Okay, listen, oh. because I'm starting off the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. I, I've been waiting to. I've been waiting for somebody to say this. This is many reasons. There's two that come to mind with how these correlate to mermaids. So one, oh, no. <laughs> one, the ocean is very expansive. We don't even know all of it, and that's our own fucking planet. So tell me, there's not some type of life force. Two. Uh, <laughs> wait. Read your last sentence. Well. Um, I just said it's not exactly, uh... Oh, oh, evolution. Yeah. This is proving that if we came from primates, that some of them split and went into the sea. I had to. I'm so... Because it's, like, opposite ends of the spectrum. It actually kind of makes sense. So, yet again, I'm obviously not a scientist. (laughs) I'm just reporting what I saw. Yep. Take this, toss it if you want. Totally fine. But... (laughs) What has been um, described as like gaps of time. So while his theory is you know, it's widely accepted and it can be true, this book supposes that, take a deep breath because we're going to get loony. Oh, no. <laughs> How much did you lose it if I was like, we came from Berman? Um, <laughs> don't even, I'm going to cry. Don't joke. <laughs> we can do, yeah, we can look into them more. But what if life on this planet, that was not dramatic pause, that was me losing the place. What if life on this planet evolved like darwin suggested Mm -hmm. but it didn't start here so hold on what if one of our ancestors may have been created here and then over thousands of years we turned into what humanity is today yes i have heard of that theory like for the big bang to have happened and then to get to us there should have been a lot more time like it doesn't explain how we got this advance and it also doesn't explain all the diversity in our animal species and like some of the 
uh, like not protections. What's that called? Like defenses they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Your defense system. Yeah, like on Ancient yeah. Aliens, they're talking about this beetle thing that can spray basically jet fuel, and they're like, Ooh. "How did this thing evolve to not blow itself up?" It doesn't feel good. <laughs> so just chew on that. Um, also, I'm going to quote Ancient Aliens quite a bit. I also use website sources, and I will put them in here. One of them was NBC's News, which I don't understand how that happened. But anyway. Um, okay. Yet again, in one of these episodes, it talks about how odd it is that, quote, unquote, civilized life as we know it started in the Fertile Crescent in Africa, which is where you're going to see Mesopotamia and Egypt. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, Thinking about it? Thinking about Trying it? Trying to, yeah. Okay. It's the perfect Petri dish scenario. So you have a very small area of livable land on a river, and then it's surrounded by desert. So they really mm-hmm. can't travel that far. You can definitely study them and tweak them how you need that first bit of time. So no? Like you're saying, like, it's not Adam and Eve, it's Alien and Eve. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro. That's exactly it. Bro! <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Also, there's a lot of depictions of very weird beings in the beginning of time. Like, I think Aaron kind of touched on it, but like men with the heads of dogs. Um, well, yeah, like the like cave drawings and the statues back in the day, you do have. But even like in Egypt, you have like the, is it called a jackal? I think it's a yes. man. So they're like, saying like, that's a real thing. That's what's depicted everywhere, or the Sphinx. Yes. So humans, we like, I think it's called like anthropomorphic. You know, yes. Screw them. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. As some <laughs> astronaut theory. No. Um, <laughs> so we like to label things in a way that makes sense to us, like with the tools we have. So uh-huh. we, we do it on this show all the time. So what if these weird beings were aliens that just look different from our quote unquote ancestors, but they're still mm-hmm. bipedal or bipedal? So they equated it to the the Jekyll like this of the Sphinx figures and that could have had something to do with like maybe okay maybe the Jekyll he walked on two legs but he was like more furry or something so they just equated that to the one thing they had close or the Sphinx could have been on all four legs but he had like he talked like a human everything worked in his face like a human but they just were furrier or something so you're just you're just like literally explaining my dream universe because again this is proving that all of those mystical creatures mystical mythical is what i meant to say mystical and mythical Mm -hmm. some would argue some yeah a little bit of like loose quotes around both could be real so basically imagine if i went to a child and said yeah my friend she's kind of cat-like like she like wears her eyeliner just so and then they would draw that person and i'm guessing they would give them the face of a cat and I say this because greys are very human-like. So Aaron, you did a great job um, describing them. They are bipedal with big brains, something that humans would pair with knowledge. Now, thank God that we know thinking comes from our heads. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. And that bloodletting is no longer used. Um, I was talking to Clavin today, and I was like, thank God I don't live in any other time period where like, a woman couldn't think about anything besides like needlework. Yeah, mm-hmm. go insane. <laughs> um, but they're just a little shorter than us. Um, mm-hmm. Also, they're rumored compadres. The reptilians are supposedly oh. they have reptile-like scales, but human-like form. So basically, it'd be me, but with reptile skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could not find a definitive answer on this relationship because 
Well, go figure. I can't just like call an alien. Um, and say like, hey, girlfriend, what's the stitch with you and those rotilianos? Mm, do tell the tea. So some sources say the greys aren't even like real beings. Instead, they're clones made for the reptilians to use to do their bidding. So kind of like um, Stop. robots. Stop. <laughs> what? Which is why they get caught all the time because they don't have all like the knowledge and wherewithal to do stuff. Like they may be kind of like just going on a loop. I don't know if I believe. That's the one I don't actually believe, but it could mm-hmm. be. Um, wow. They could also just be an enslaved race to the reptilians. They okay, could be, that's rude. Yeah, they could be working with them. And some say the tall greys are in charge. And you heard that right. There are some distinctions between yes. tall and short greys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But excuse me, there are tall and short people on this earth. Could there not just be one grey? <clears throat> I rest my case. <laughs> um... So, yes, from ancient texts and pictures, if any aliens are real, it would be something that looks more like the reptilians. So why are the greys so popular now? Is it because they give us a baby Yoda vibe? Or excuse me, a Grogu vibe? Oh, yeah, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if you're listening, I'm sure. I mean, at this point, yeah. So there are theories that our planet is kind of like a gas station stop off at a bad part of the universe. Yes. And when America, America started exploring with nuclear energy, it basically put out a big all call to other beings in the universe, like that guy in Frozen saying like, yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. That was so good. Good job. So yeah, that would explain why maybe there's been different kinds of aliens that have stopped here. Like maybe one race came, did the original groundwork, and then we got a little risky and made nuclear weapons. And everyone else is like, whoo. Did you guys just, did you hear that? Bitch, you are blowing my mind. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I'm not just, okay. Um, yeah, so now greys start showing up more and more often. They also could be here because we just have something they want. Um, like maybe they mm-hmm. need our nuclear energy, maybe they need our water. It's also been described that a lot of alien activity does happen around nuclear testing sites. And for a while, did you know that we, as in the United States of America, land of the free, had a mobile nuclear ship? We had um, nuclear weapons just hanging out at sea. What could go wrong? Just chilling there. Throwing myself out the window. What? And a lot of people aboard that vessel reported strange activity in the sky all around them. I wonder why. Oh. Uh, yeah. You don't say. Yeah. So that is, you know, one theory. But another one is they're here for some resources we have. Like I just Maybe said. That they're was not repetitive. croppers. Cropper? What? Maybe they're not good with crops. <laughs> Maybe. That's my son they may also be worried that we're going to ruin our planet with the resources they need because dun, dun, dun. <laughs> because we're flawed. And yet again, we put nuclear weapons on a boat <laughs> on an ocean. We can't control an ocean that had my, 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 my. <laughs> so, the mermaids were, maybe they came about. To maybe they're actually the aliens, but they're mermaids. I can see that. I can see. Honestly, right, so if this is true, almost anything I believe is true. I don't know. We're ready to see you. We're ready. Us three. Well, you can trust yeah. us. But come to Aaron's house. Yeah, Aaron. What? She lives at. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Playing into the theory that extraterrestrials starred life on this planet and then left or have been quietly observing over in years and years. And that's going back to that Petri dish thing I was saying. Um, it could be that we're nothing more than like lab rats. So basically they're doing like a longitudinal study on us, meaning they have to check in every X amount of time just to see if we're progressing mm-hmm. the way they want us to. 
I got ghost pimples. I don't like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is where, okay, I made my joke too early. I said, um, can you imagine like the mounds of paperwork they have to do on us if that's the case? Because all the stupid stuff everyone does. Like everything's an insurance claim. Yeah. On the trip. Dang, are we going to exterminate them yet? Because these are, it's so much work. No payoff. I got another paper cut. Jesus. I can't. I, mm-hmm. I quit, Zablar. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> research coming out right now like <laughs> just saying okay another one another theory is that and yet again i'm just giving you theories because like i said we can't ask anybody it's not like i'm gonna ever really know unless you want to show yourself at aaron's house <clears throat> um there is another theory that grays are our distant ancestors from the future meaning they are us but from the future and they could be a, checking in on old relatives or just rich people on vacation, because if I'm being honest, if anyone can afford to time travel, it's going to be the 1%. Yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe they can no longer recreate, so that's why they seem to have a weird fascination with our reproductive organs. Like, maybe we got to a point in our evolution where we can no longer make babies. They had to come back and see what they can do Sarah, here. Sarah, stop. That's so... And the little nuts? My eyes don't even open anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, uh, hold Hold your stomach for this. They may be interbreeding with us. Mm-hmm. The same um, case in 1980 that Aaron covered, that photographer from California said she was abducted multiple times to be impregnated, which sounds miserable. Um, that's just, that's a very popular case. So it could be because they need our wombs. I don't know. Because also she said she'd go back up and play with the kids sometimes to try and like integrate them with humans so they get used to us. Keep your oh, hands wow. on my womb, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Wes could be an alien. <laughs> <laughs> We're all aliens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, which brings me to a weird phenomenon that seems to occur. Occur. Oh, I'm trying to be Cardi B. Occur with gray abductions. So people have false memories in place of what happened. In the movie Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind, mm-hmm. did you guys ever see that one? It's been a long time. Yeah. Like, I think I watched it too young. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So quick refresher for anyone who's out there. Um, Basically, it's all these people in a smaller area of Alaska. It doesn't have to be small. Alaska is remote. Yeah. They all had, like, a lot of psychological issues. And so they're going to the same couple um, psychiatrists. And so they're doing that regressive therapy. And they all, at first, they talk about just seeing these weird owls outside their window. But finally, they get to the point of like, oh, no, you're abducted. But that's why you are so anxious. But like, the grays kind of put that memory over. Does that make sense? Like, it's almost like putting yes. a blanket mm-hmm. on your memory. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then in the Betty and Barney Hill abductions, it was the road workers they all kept thinking about. Or like, I think Barney says something like eyes and trees or something. Oh. And he kept equating it to the Cheshire cat. Oh, yep. He did. Yep. I did read that. So there's always a large amount of time that's lost. Which freaks me out. Yeah. And then, Aaron, you talked about the book Man of the Year Million by H.G. Yeah. Wells. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we already know the Greys can speak telepathically and they can alter out memories, like I said, with the owls, mm-hmm. and our mind is pretty fallu- fallible, what if we're honestly seeing what we want to see? So is it maybe possible the Greys don't actually look like the Greys, 
They're just incorrect <gasps> memories of a time when someone's already shocked and confused. And because of that book, maybe they, look, the, maybe they look gross. Maybe, or maybe like, I don't know if our brains don't let us go that far. You know what I'm saying? To actually see them. Ooh. But like, if Betty and Barney Hill had just seen that TV show. You know, I feel ghosts, man. So like, I'm on a different level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your brain's like, that's what I say all the time. Like with um, multiple personalities, whatever that one. Your brain does crazy stuff to protect itself. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe Grey's don't actually look like that. We're just putting that on our own brains. Bro, what if it looked like like organs? Ew, like a big jellyfish that's floating yeah. around its insides? I'll stick with the Grey's. That's fine. <laughs> i get the Grey. So a big theory that has been coming up again and again is that the Grey's are having problems reproducing. It may be possible that their planet is dying. Or like Aaron said, maybe they used to be on Mars and they had to kind of plant a couple people other places to get ready to like move wherever planet mm-hmm. they have to go. Yeah. Um, so maybe they have been experimenting with our DNA to get it close enough that they can actually start mating with us. Because they actually compared it to um, like, what if the aliens are quote unquote mules? Like they can't reproduce, but they would be reproduced by something else. Like, hmm. I love this out on purpose, but I'm saying it anyway. So, okay, back to the reptilians for just a second. There is some talk that the greys may have been created by the reptilians yes. to do their bidding or whatever. Yes. And now the greys are like, well, we have like nowhere to go. Like our planet is dying, but they can't keep oh, reproducing. Oh, like they left the greys or something. Because they are the uh, quote-unquote mules. Mm-hmm. So they need... So they need their own independent little life, life system. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like a long game, a long-term game. To get a planet they can live on. Okay. So like, I just picture like a um, pinball that might go from like planets. Basically. Planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like in, isn't it in Wally where they all get sent off different planets to try and find green? Uh, you know, it's been a minute since I've, I've only seen, seen it once. Yeah. It's such I've a seen good movie. I'm kind of <sighs> bummed I waited long to watch it. But I think that in that movie, they send out like a bunch of different little things, different planets to search oh, for stuff. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, see yes. stuff will grow. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that could be the grades. We could be one of them. One of their egg-laid spots. Okay. <laughs> Another weird thing. Okay, maybe it's not as weird if you consider like maybe they need our resources. Maybe we are the resource. They need some of our organs. I don't know. Some of our tissues. That's why they're scraping them. I don't know. What if they are literally here... To like maybe mate with us or help us get ready for global warming because they need us and our resources and we are messing it up. <laughs> Literally, it's like, don't drop this ball. And we say, what? Drop the ball. <laughs> Boom. That's an option. Oh, my eyes are watering. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it could be long game, deliberate gene modification. As some Ooh. ancient astronaut theorists suggest. Oh my god. Drink every time you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone's already been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so regardless of what they look like or don't look like, the question that plagues anyone who believes them is who believes in them is why is no one taking it seriously if it is real? Some UFOologists are saying cover up, or as they call it, blackouts. Mm. And this means our government is deliberately hiding UFO information from us and worse, actively working to conceal any evidence that has been presented from people. That's oh, I I'm... believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Roswell. <laughs> All is not that well. That was not a weather mm-hmm. balloon. <laughs> no. Okay. 
Here's a few logical reasons to be fair. Oh, Sarah. You gotta put the hat on. Okay, so maybe there really wasn't a sighting. Maybe it's our own military testing that they don't want the rest of the world to know about yet. It could also be foreign military's power. That's um, scarier. And our country doesn't want to admit that we are in danger, like they aren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> or, <laughs> put it back on. <laughs> um, it's all a conspiracy. So some people believe that because of interbreeding programs between humans and the greys and government deals, our governments have to cover it up. So the theory starts with Eisenhower in the 1950s. He took an infamous trip to Florida and no one knows where he was for hours. And there was a quickly redacted statement saying he was dead. Like someone's like, oh, I think the president's dead. And then like four hours later, they're like, nope, he's all good. <laughs> totally what? fine. I found this like oh. right before I was coming here. I was reading through my notes and I realized there was a space. I will get back to you on more information, but. Okay, so we, oh, wait, wait. Um, after this, America really started to advance technologically, and this makes some people concerned that either A, our government has made deals with aliens for our resources, and they're trading people. Oh, wait. Mm. Okay, it's making people concerned that A, our governments have made deals with aliens for our resources and our people to switch for technology and advancements, or even scarier. <laughs> that are that there are members of our government that are extraterrestrial. Ah. Like, what if Eisenhower did die and they swapped him out? Some of them might look a little... <laughs> I'm thinking back. I'm thinking back. I'm sorry. Well, some of them might look a little bit more alien than others. Just... No, I was like, that's right. Aliens run America. The irony. Trump can't build a wall high enough <laughs> to get these ones out. <laughs> As of right now, about 6% of Earth-dwelling creatures, well, Earth-dwelling humans, claim to have been abducted. Um, a majority of those ind- abduction stories involve the gray aliens. You guys gave all the percentages, so I'll skip past that. So either everyone has been lying for years, or something is happening. It doesn't have to be aliens, but it seems like a very large population of people to have very similar yet unique to them stories. They're also growing in numbers, again, maybe because the internet makes people feel more comfortable admitting these things happen. Mm -hmm. They could also be easier to lie, to be fair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Um, But a lot of people who have been involved in these accidents, I call them accidents, these like um, abductions, Mm -hmm. they will have PTSD-like symptoms. So Mm -hmm. even if it's not real, it's real enough. Yeah, that's what, like when when they said the hypnosis like did help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. well, no matter what they believe, it happened. Mm-hmm. Well, in a lot of it, it's like they were assaulted. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's some trauma. Yeah, trauma for your mama. Um, so whether you believe aliens are real, or that we are just fatalistic as a people, Ooh. and we don't trust our government, and we are dooming our planet to die of global warming. Oh no! <laughs> I think we can all take a step back, take care of our planet. And check out our paid sponsorship to Zero Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else to do when there's no time to sweat it. Maybe we won't need to sweat it if aliens are real. Or maybe you want to sweat because aliens are not. Are? Oh, they're real. <laughs> Hot or cold, doesn't matter because you won't be sweating with Zero hey. Sweat. <laughs> so head to zerosweat.com. And the code is sinister at checkout to get 
20% off a $15 purchase or more. I think I said that right this time. You did. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So be good to yourselves and... <sighs> do you guys think aliens are real? Erin goes first! Oh. Does everyone feel their mind is cracking a little bit? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I don't know about the probing stuff. But yeah. I think, I think there's something out there. Something is happening. Some I don't things, know if it's yes. what we think it is or if we're jumping to conclusions because we don't have any answers. I don't know, man. But no answers is worse than some answers. Mm -hmm. I think it could I think it could be. It's also like these conspiracy theories might be coming from somewhere. So maybe it's not like one conspiracy theory. Maybe it's like two put together or yeah. you know? Okay, actually I was sorry. Did you see the Prime Minister of Canada said aliens are real? No. no. When do you say that? Okay. Okay. It would have been like today. No, no, it was not. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's a YouTube video on the Canadian prime minister on galactic format. So you can watch it oh. later, but there's some side sources saying, cause I often not just watch that. He came out and was like, something's happening. Aliens are real. We need to quit hiding all this stuff. Whoa. Oh, and this God. was in 2015. Well, that's at least when the article was. Yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah. He accuses world leaders of concealing the presence of aliens. Wow. Oh, wow. Much of the media won't touch the documents, he said. But now at least the U.S. has to release them. <laughs> release <Do> the documents. <laughs> Bro, I got a lot. I need a nap. Mm -hmm. I need another drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah, what do you think? Think they're real? Yes. And also, everyone... Go do a something. <laughs> Safely drink something. I heard Think if through that. the times are ending, the best way to spread cheer is go to iTunes and rate us. Yes. Aww. A five stars, please. Mm -hmm. please. Wow. And make it rhyme, because I, I didn't. <laughs> uh, guys, this is the like lowest energy ending of we've, we've ever done. I think we're just so exhausted with <laughs> all because, of the because theories. Because all I want to do is just keep going, but what about this? But what about this? Blah, 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 blah. It's literally like opening Pandora's box to my brain, kind of, because yeah. it's like, it makes you think just a little outside, and then you're like... But then again, you feel so small, because it's yeah. like, there's so much else that could be happening. Well, it's like a trickle theory, the kind world, of. Like, yeah. Bleh. Yeah. So, this is a little bit different this week, but yeah. I hope you guys liked it. In honor of Sarah's love for aliens. Yeah, And my love for 50s. Yeah. No. If you want us to touch on more aliens, a different race, perhaps, the men in black. We mm -hmm. talked about that, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe. So um, you can leave us an email at SinisterSunrisePodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. We, you know, always looking for different topics to research, whether that's group topics or separate ones for each of us for our topics. Mm -hmm. um, you can also check out our Instagram at Sinister Sunrise Podcast, and we do have a TikTok, Ooh, Sinister woo. underscore Sunrise underscore podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that you can check out as well, and a Facebook too. So, same name. You'll find us. Yeah, wow. check us out on all the things. If you're not following us on all of them or enough of them, then you're going to miss out on things like our awesome giveaway that we Yay. just ended. Yeah. Our listener, Shelby, won a a sweatshirt, a mug, a sticker. Mm -hmm. So make sure you do follow us so that you can keep up to date with all of our cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, thanks. Bye.